My name is Nick Collier. I'm a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. I and this him. right here, this is Zach Kelly, and he's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. Bada boom, realest guys in the room. Zach, how you doing? I wish I was seven foot tall. Right? <laughs> oh, not really, though. There's I wish times, I was like. There's times I really do wish I was seven foot tall. I wish I was like six five. Because if I was six five, my life would have been a lot different. You'd probably be hammering dunks right now, like the G League or something. I would have made it to the G League. <laughs> <laughs> I would have made it to the Philippines. The Philippines. <laughs> 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 All right, yes. Yeah, Episode three of Coach and the Media Podcast. Um, Zach, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. It's been a long week. I'm exhausted. Said it. Uh, got off at two a.m., two thirty a.m. In home, in bed. I said in home, in, in bed. Home. And, um, you you called and woke me up. So we. Yeah, act, I, said, I was I was acted. texting you. I was I was like, hey, I sent you the, um, like I sent you the code. And I didn't get it, and it wasn't even open. I was like, he's probably asleep. Oh, it was. It was. But we, <laughs> we saw that we are active. We active. Yeah, no, we got a got a pretty pretty good little episode, a little baseball heavy today. but It is, it is. So I think that's why we should start off with, um, with I think we need to change the name of, instead of coaching the media, just a formal apology. Just formal apology. This is yeah. it's my turn this week. To a formal apology to the Clippers, who have now taken two games against the Suns. And I said that the Suns, on the last episode, I did say the Suns would not lose the rest of the NBA playoffs. I apologize to the Clippers. Did not give them enough credit. I still stand by my my opinion. I'm taking Suns in six. Oh, it's it's crickets, Bubba. You, you were correct. Phoenix Suns one and six. Phoenix Suns are going to the NBA finals. And I last night. It happened last night, and I could. I, I not, had to have just missed it, and I couldn't be happier. Could not be happier. The most overrated franchise in NBA history has proved themselves unworthy of being an NBA franchise once again. They <laughs> stink. Always have, always will. Everybody's been hyping up Ty Lue, saying he's got the best winning percentage in NBA history in elimination games. It's because he had LeBron for yeah, the, that, the that's a good a, chunk of his playoff career. That's an, it's insanity. Exactly. LeBron, Kyrie, like, come on. So, I'm happy they're gone. Yeah. No, it's – I mean, we're going to crown – it's gonna be a first time NBA champion, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was the first, and ever since the conference finals started, it would be the mm-hmm. first time. Yeah, first so time like, NBA I, champion. I, I think I said this last week, but like I legit may turn on the finals this year and like actually watch because well, it's gonna be fun. I think you definitely will because I don't know if you've seen, but Giannis Antetokounmpo um, suffered a super bad, like like borderline unwatchable hyperextension. Oh, that's always uh, fun. Night. What is today? Friday? Is today Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. So Tuesday night. Tuesday night, Gianna suffered. A, it was – he went up for a rebound, come down, and it was just very, very bad. And so he's out. And you could – you've seen it. Like, Chris Middleton's their number two guy, and and his face was – Oh, I just saw it. I, I pulled yeah, up on Twitter. Yeah. And, I don't know how his leg is even attached right now. And I'm gonna tell you, if you look at, if you go back and you watch the video, like it's super detailed. Like I was, I was like slowing it down and all that crap. Yeah. On his right leg, the one that he hyperextends, he has something there. So I don't know if it's like if he has that knee problem. I don't know if it's a compression brace or a calf yeah. sleeve or whatever. But there's problems with that right leg already. Yeah. And now he's hyperextended it, and you're like, ah. But as soon as he, as soon as that happened, the Hawks just took over ended up 
destroyed them in, in Atlanta. So they took a 2-2 lead or 2-2 tie in the series. Going into Milwaukee tonight, Trey Young's supposed to be back. He popped his ankle and didn't play. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Is that what he like rolled it over the uh, the officials? <laughs> the official, yeah, he hit the official. But yeah, hopefully, hope I'm I'm not trying to be the guy like happy Giannis is hurt because I'm not. I hate it. <laughs> But, like, I want to see a Hawks-Suns NBA Finals. Well, I'm pretty sure we both, that's, like, I think it was episode one. That's what we said yeah. we wanted to see. Oh, I would, love to see I, would, I would love to see that just because I think it's going to be awesome to watch yeah. Trey Young go at Chris Paul for for seven games. Like, mm-hmm. that's going to be amazing. But, yeah, bro, that was Giannis is hurt. I don't know what to do. How do you say his last name? Is it Antetokounmpo? Like, that's right, right? I'm the wrong guy to ask about pronunciation. Oh, come on. Name. You went to Asbury, bro. You're royalty. That doesn't mean anything, yeah. bro. Yeah, it does. You guys, Dude, are, I'm, you guys are... I'm from Eastern Kentucky. We can barely pronounce Trace Hermanos correctly. Yeah, I can't. I just, I'm walking, I just walk in there like, what up, y'all? But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, NBA, man. NBA is gonna be interesting next couple weeks. And I, I, you know, I work at uh, here. Here, I'll give you, I'll give you a little shameless plug. Right now, I'm a, I'm a staff member at the Planet Fitness, the most hardcore, powerlifting, bodybuilding gym in the nation. We Shut do up. things right. Shut um, up. <laughs> and I, I get to talk to a lot of cool people. Um, and that's not being a smart aleck either. That's being mm-hmm. serious. There's a lot of, there's a lot of dummies that come in there, but there's a lot of cool guys and cool chicks that come in. And there's there's people that are telling me like, hey, I'm actually interested in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. And like as a bad, like I never lost my interest because I'm a nerd. Yeah. But yeah, it was different for me. But like having these like old guys or you know older ladies like, oh man, I actually watched that NBA game last night. And they're like, oh wow, cool. Like, and you're able to have these conversations again. It's really kind of awesome, you know. And, and and it's kind of the same thing from everybody and it's the same statement along the lines of because lebron's not there we're watching again and it's super well, it's something, it's something funny different. it's hilarious mm-hmm. there's all these super teams there's not lebron there's not this there's not that we got real basketball now and yeah you know it's super intriguing real quick while you got your google machine out on your phone look i really am 40 Look up Patrick Beverly shoving Chris Paul. Last I, I, night. I literally just saw that. Oh my, oh my god! I thought I had a bad attitude when Dude. I played basketball. What you is did. up I mean, with first, that? We're not, we're not going to gloss over that. You had an awful attitude when you played what? basketball. I know. I'm so happy. My I... God! Why? He straight broad check the guy, uh, Chris Paul. And the other thing, did you see the big white dude standing like right there when it happened? Like, why wouldn't you just absolutely? Oh, that's Frank Kaminsky. I think I don't. I might be way wrong on that, but it looks like Frank Kaminsky played at Wisconsin. Why didn't he deck Patrick Beverly? I would have punched <laughs> him in the mouth. Like, right? You're pushing my point, God. Dude, if that happens in like the 80s or 90s, there's just an all-out brawl happening right there at center court. That's the thing, though. 80s and 90s. Come on. I mean, they're gonna, gonna fight just because they're they're bored. The fight. Yeah, they're going to come down and fight Patrick Beverly in the 90s. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wanted to – I seen something last night, the, the game four guy that, that beat the brakes off that dude in oh, the stand. The, yes. They were like, sit, sit him after Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying, bro. Oh, my God. But yeah, dude. Son's, yeah, son's going to the finals. I'm excited. I'm actually excited. I'm, prob- I'm, I'm probably going to at least attempt to watch a couple games. Oh, you're going to have to. You're going to have to. Chris Paul going to get his little first ring and everything. It's exciting. You think it's if the thing. Suns win, do you think Chris Paul walks out? No. I think I, I have a firm belief, and this is unpopular, and I haven't told this to a lot of people. <laughs> I have a firm belief that the Los Angeles Lakers – are going to try to acquire Carmelo. We're going to try acquire in Chris Paul. Because 
Schroeder, the point guard that was for the Lakers last year, just requested – he's a free agent now. Mm. He requested a one-year $125 million deal <laughs> to play basketball. No. And he's not going to get that in L.A. When no. you got LeBron trying to be a movie star. Right. I don't know. It's super interesting. I think he's. I think Chris Paul's going to try to go to the Lakers, play with LeBron. I think I, what I really think is going to happen is I think it's going to be 31 teams that are young. It's a bunch of studs, and then in LA you're going to have. It's going to be like the 2005 NBA All Star team. Right. You're gonna you're gonna have a bunch of old heads out there who can play, and it's going to be fun to watch. But it might not be at the same time. Mm-hmm. You're going to have LeBron and Melo, and Chris Paul and AD like. Looking at what's happening, I think that's really what's about to pop. Man, I still like seeing these like the way see these super teams build now. It takes me back to when uh, I forget what year it was, but the Lakers were trading. I want to say it was it was for I think it was for Chris Paul at one point, and then there was maybe <laughs> Dwight Howard. Yeah, yeah, that was when. Uh, yeah, and then it the, was before the, Adam. The it was before office. David Stern. Yeah. Before we lost David Stern arguably the best NBA commissioner of all time. Mm-hmm. I think there's been three, so it's not like it's... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, they, they then denied... They, they shut it down. Yeah, Chris Paul, because it was going to be Chris Paul, Kobe, mm-hmm. and Dwight Howard. Which is absurd. And then, like, you know, ten years later, we have a team that literally has Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden on the same freaking team. Like, yeah. It's like it's like the super team is like just like it's just what it is now. Mm-hmm. It's it's and it's an odd thing, but you know LeBron started it when he went to Miami. Mm-hmm. I want want to do that with with D Wade, freaking Chris Bosh. I don't. I think Chris Bosh is awful, but <laughs> I was about to say I was like I was like Bosh really didn't do a whole lot. He just was kind of brought in at the same time. Yeah, and I mean, was like grouped in. He's like the he's like the the guy in the group project that like doesn't do a whole lot, but like puts his name on the project and then gets full credit. Yeah, that was Chris yeah, Bosh yeah. on that Miami team. Yeah, it was me when I went to St. Joe. Like, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, it's it's very weird. The, the concept of it, but I mean, whatever. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I think it's cool. These guys like Devin Booker, who are not, who've had, he's had three or four opportunities to go to like L.A. to play or something like that. He's just stayed in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. Yeah, dude, I, I miss the the team loyalty, like like from. Yeah, just in sports in well, general, not necessarily in basketball. Well, I mean, like I get it; these guys want paid. But it's like, I also miss the guys that are like, I want to win a championship in this town. Like, I want to bring it to this town. Yeah. And then they go, and then they, they leave, and then they win it. Well, I think, I don't know. The the one the guy that I can tell you right now that's probably going to be like that is Steph. I think he genuinely likes Golden State. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, that, that counts to him. I mean, literally like royalty. Well, it's like the best thing about it. We had Jeter. He did it. He was a career guy. We, we had Kobe, and Kobe, then yeah. we. I, this is this. I still, still. I when I say salty, I'm gonna capitalize every letter in that word and and emphasize I'm salty that Dwayne Wade left Miami to go. Oh to no, Cle- that that made me I, so mad. That like when I, I've had a few crazy moments in my life. When I say ruined my childhood, like it was just like <laughs> mm, like. You know what I mean? Like, you know how when you found out that one thing about Santa that we're not supposed to talk about? Like, it was the equivalent when they were like, hey, Dwayne Wade's going to Cleveland. And you, I don't understand. It's not supposed to happen. Yeah, D-Wade was supposed to be a career Miami guy. Yeah. Because he went to to Cleveland, then he went to Chicago. He made a pit stop in Chicago before he finished in Miami. And then because he he went to Chicago because he wanted to well, it was go hometown. home. It was hometown. Yeah, like shut like up, that, no, it's not. That I got a little bit. I was like, oh, I kind of get it. But also, you had like two years left, just finishing Miami. Right. I mean, it's the same freaking thing with uh, Tony Parker when he went and played for the Hornets. 
for a year and did nothing. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Just retire to San Antonio. Like, but Jordan also bounced the Wizards, and went yeah. to the Wizards. And, I always forget, like, I always forget, like, until I start talking about it, that that even happened. It's like my brain just doesn't like to yeah. even think. Because even when he played baseball, he was in the Chicago White Sox organization. So, like, because he's he, still, like, a Chicago guy. Right. Well, that's because he got suspended from the NBA for gambling. And I don't care what you say, that's what happened. <laughs> he didn't retire. No. He got suspended, and the NBA was covering their backside. And that is why. I love the conspiracy. Watch the documentary and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, you want to know something really funny, like a quick story about Jordan going to uh, the Washington? His the last year he retired, right, his last season in NBA, I was a child. And I still envy, like, I'm still, I'm still mad about this. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad went to Cleveland. And they were just in Cleveland. I think it was something to do with my mom's dad, like my papa. Yeah. And they called me, and I was like, I've been a basketball nut my whole life. And they called me, and they were like, yeah, we're going to Jordan's last game in Cleveland. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I would never forgive them for going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what yeah. happened. I'm just never going to forgive it. You know what I mean? They didn't. Well, that's whatever. No. Do your thing, father. Um, yeah man I'm loving it I'm loving the NBA so talk about uh, talk. tell me this I'm going to lead you into what you wanted to talk about I'm looking at okay. your looking at, what you, looking at what you texted me why why do, why am I watching the sports center and I'm seeing seeing some pitchers pull their pants down <laughs> <laughs> okay I can't remember if we I don't think we talked about this last uh, last week but so what that is is that is the um, the Major League Baseball um, sticky substance check that they have to do after every uh, after every inning. Yeah. To basically verify that these pitchers don't have any sticky stuff. So these pitchers they just they're getting fed up with it because it's quite it's, it's bullshit is what it is because they're at the mercy of the umpires and I'll get to that here in a second at the end of this little rant. So. These pitchers are just like because they have to take, they have to check their hat, they have to check their glove, um, they have to check their belt, so they have to like undo their belt and like present it to the umpires. And what? Yeah, yeah. Present. And so, yeah, so they have to like hold, kind of hold, like they have to undo their belt, kind of hold it open, so that the umpires can like touch their belt, and then they can. This is every pitcher, every inning. Dude, they checked a knuckleballer. Uh, for the Baltimore Orioles, they checked a yeah. knuckleballer. Who, if he has any spin on his baseball, he's done his job completely wrong. Yeah. So, but they they still checked him. But so these pitchers are getting fed up because they're just it, it's I mean it's just wasting their time. Right. So they just started dropping their pants to say like, look, I've got I've got nothing. I have nothing on me. Yeah. There is absolutely nothing on me. So we uh, MLB came out and they said. You know, we catch you. It's ten games, ten games, and they're like, and you'll get your pay. Like it's ten games with pay. But we had the very first suspension due to sticky stuff. Uh, uh, Hector Santiago for the uh, for the Mariners it was in the fifth inning of their game uh, this last week, and they uh, they found it on his glove. So they found sticky stuff. These umpires came in and they they were you know checking his glove and it was a little it was tacky. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, yeah, that's sticky. You know, you're gone. Tossed him. So he got he has to serve a ten game suspension. Mm-hmm. They then took his glove, and that you can find all of, like this video all on you can just type in Hector Santiago on on uh, Twitter and you can and you can see this video. They take his glove, then they uh, they put it in this bag and they they take the glove off. Like they're like like it's a crime scene. Yeah. They and it, they just they usher it off because I guess they're gonna send it to a lab to get it tested to see what it was. That's but in the insane. in the interview after, so the interview after they're interviewing Hector and he's like you know you know what was you know what we're using he's like like oh I was you know I was using you know you know rosin and, and you know with the, you know, hand got a little sweaty you know it's just gonna get sticky you know it's legal 
And then you can, like, as he's doing this, he has this shit-eating grin on his face. That you yeah. can tell it's, like, the kid with his hand in the cookie jar. And, like, yeah. even as he's getting ejected, he's not, like, blowing up. He's not, like, undoing his pants or anything, like, throwing, like, anything. He's just standing there. Just kind of, like, damn, I really just got caught. I thought I could get away with it. Yeah. Like, he's definitely guilty. Like, I know, like, I, I know I've said that, like, oh, I hate that. I hate this because, like, it's, it's all the discretion of the umpires. But, like, when that happened, he just kind of stood there. He wasn't in, he didn't look in shock. He wasn't, like, blown up because, like, there's, like, there's nothing on me. There's nothing on me. Nothing like that. He just stood there and was just grinning. Yeah. Because he know what he's done. He know he got caught. Because he's going on a vacation. Like. I yeah. mean, if I, need, if I need some family time with the girl, like, yeah, put some, I'm gonna put some, I'm right. gonna put some glue on my glove. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Put some gorilla glue on that thing. <laughs> but I mean, so tell me, it's, you said it's ten games. So is that ten games he pitches? No, it's just ten. It's games. just ten games. It's from that day or from that next day starting. So if it was a Wednesday, it starts a Thursday, and it is ten games. So okay. he'll miss potentially two starts. So, so it doesn't. It doesn't really hit starting pitchers that much, like more closers. Well, more like your your bullpen guys, like your relievers and stuff like that. Okay. Because I know we, we talked about that with the closers. Yeah. You know, if you need that closing, that closer may pitch, you know, six times in a week, depending on how close your ball games are. Um, or five, you know, five to six times a week if you're yeah. you know you're playing in close ball games, and you get ten game suspension. Well, then that's five games that you may not have the same effectiveness because your your guy that comes in and shuts the door isn't there. So right. it, it, it hits your bullpen a little harder, but I mean he's he's probably gonna miss two starts. Um, I mean, he probably won't. I mean it's the Mariners. Oh well, <laughs> they're not that good. Yeah, I get. It. Yeah, I get it. It's just it's just a weird time, and it uh, to to have umpires just checking stuff like that. It's just it's very weird to see. And you know, I seen something where the I think it was the was it was it the Phillies that that guy was playing against when that happened. But there was like an argument between the managers and and all that stuff happening. It was the Phillies and the Nationals because Joe uh, Joe Girardi, the manager for the Phillies, asked to specifically asked the umpires like during an inning, not like in between innings, during play, to go and check uh, Max Scherzer. Wow. Because because he he thought that he was still loading the ball somehow. So he thought that it was something in his hair maybe. So Scherzer's okay. like, "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?" So like you can there was a, a video that you uh, someone was like reading like they were you don't even have to watch you can just watch what he's saying and like yeah. you can see what Scherzer is is saying. He's like, "You kidding me? So you want me to like you want me to, you know, you want to check my hair?" And he like takes his hat off. He goes here. Run, run your hands through my hair. It's like there's, I've got, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. He keeps saying I've got nothing. Yeah. Like it was, it's wild. So literally, like, okay, don't like you can do. It gets kind of sticky with sweat and rosin, right? So there is a um, Trevor Bauer. He did uh, an example on his YouTube channel on one of I've his vlogs. I've seen this. I've seen this. Well, he did. So there's the one where the ball just like sticks to his hand like that. But yeah. then in his latest vlog, he did um, a demonstration. He took a ball out of his bag, and he had all he had. He had a rosin bag, and he had sweat. And so he'd run his hand through his hair a little bit just to get a little moist. Yeah. He'd go to the rosin, and he'd, he'd you know kind of rub that into his hand. Then he'd go you know, back to the hair a little bit to get a little bit more sweat. And then um, and he'd go back to the ball. And then all of a sudden, the ball was just a little tacky, just enough to be able to – I mean, you could physically see it. Like how different it was because he was going, like it was a fresh ball. He's like, yeah, you know, you can see, like, and he literally was going like that. Like the ball was falling out of his hand. Oh, I dropped the ball. Cause I don't have my sticky stuff. But like the ball was just falling out of his hand, and um, and then he put the the rosin sweat mix, and it like it was still falling, but it was like, yeah, it was sticking like a little bit. Right. It would fall. Right. Oh, I have spot while we're on the topic of stickies out before I get off this. Um, in my in my last game, I I I may or may not have put pine tar on the baseball for yeah. f- for three innings. Yes, sir. How'd how'd it go? Better, 
better. Um, so my first inning, I went out. Uh, I walked four. Uh, couldn't locate a ball at all. Was throwing it all over the place. Gave up two runs. Because of the pine tar? No, this was before I did anything to the ball. Because oh. the balls they gave me, they gave us, they were, they were pearls. Like they were, they weren't rubbed down with anything. There was yeah. nothing. They were out of the box, out of the package. And this is. It wasn't until I actually did that that I understood kind of where the pitchers are. Because normally when we get these balls, they're at least rubbed up with a little bit of dirt just to give them a little bit of just a little bit of something, like a little bit of, of like rough roughness to be able to, to grip a little bit. Right. Um, they just they just say, here, here's the here's the ball. They're, they're, they're pearls today. I said, oh, this is going to suck. So I was like, all right, let's, let's try. So I tried to rub dirt on it before the game started just to get – you know, just a little bit, and it, it just wasn't working. And I just threw the ball over the place. Gave up two runs in the first inning. Um, I went, I went, I pitched four innings because it was we weren't trying to extend it too bad. And I went in, I put pine tar right here on my wrist. Just because uh-huh. I, I, I've got a pine tar stick for for my bat. I went in, I rubbed it right here. So I had a, I had a little chunk of pine tar right here. Okay. And so what I would do is I would take my two fingers right here, and I would just go whenever I get the ball, just like that, just real quick. Yeah. Just to get a little bit, because then when I'm in the glove, I can tack like that just to get a little bit tacky, then grip the baseball. Um, I didn't give up another run the rest of the game, <laughs> and I was I was spot I was hitting my spots, locating pitches. My breaking stuff was, it was my breaking stuff. It was fine, but like my fastball, like I could locate pitches. Yeah. Like it made a world of difference. Wow. Like it, so I, even. Uh, this is not disrespectful, but even at the non-professional level, it's it's making a significant difference. Yeah, in the way, so our balls are, uh, and I'm gonna butcher. I think they're uh, pesos, pe- pecos league. I, I don't know what they are. They're just that's what the ball is. But it's kind of like a, like an, I think it's like an indie ball league. But it's uh-huh. it's about as close to a major league ball as I've ever played with. Yeah, and. My God, it it made such a difference. Really? And it's, I mean, I've, I know I've gone on record saying that I'm like, I'm, I don't, I don't like pine tar. Like, I don't personally use it. It's just I didn't feel comfortable with it. I I felt comfortable or felt comfortable with it now, and then I felt wow. more uncomfortable in that first inning than I had in the other three innings when I was just putting a little bit on my fingers to get a little bit tack, yeah. just be able to grip the baseball. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I more more so than ever, I completely side with these pitchers. We're like let them do just let them take something, get something on the baseball to grip it, to be able to throw strikes. So since all this has happened, are home run numbers up? Uh yes. They are substantially up. That actually is a uh, a good segue into one of the topics I didn't tell you about, right. but I'm going into because I've got to, uh, I have to. The Boston Red Sox once again sweep the New York Yankees, baby. The Yankees are dog shit. Garrett Cole sucks. $324 million down the fucking drain. He's awful. 9-2 in the third game. The Red Sox beat that ass. Garrett Cole, five innings, eight hits, six runs, five on runs. He gives up three daddy hacks, one on the first pitch to Kike Hernandez. He's awful. He's dog shit. He can't use his sticky stuff. The Red Sox are going to win the World Series. You can't. First to 50 in the AL. The Red Sox are amazing. Awesome. I haven't watched a single baseball game this year, but I'm excited now. (laughs) What is that? I've waited all week. For that, to All be right. able to do it on the podcast, I, I like the I like the accent, you, the flavor. <laughs> that you brought. It was really. I just, I, need me, a, I just need a little bit of flavor to get that point across. But it made, yeah. me f- made me feel like I was in Boston. <laughs> so Garrett Cole goes out. I'm not even kidding. The first pitch he throws in that game is a solo shot by leadoff hitter Kike Hernandez, which the Red Sox are, I think, the worst leadoff hitter team. In Major League Baseball right now, uh, they're just—I think they're either the worst or like—and they're in like the bottom three in all of Major League Baseball. Just their leadoff guys are awful. Kike Hernandez hits the first pitch he sees out of the ballpark. It's amazing. 
And this has not been like this isn't just like the Red Sox beating that ass against the Yankees. Like Garrett Cole has struggled since Major League Baseball took away the sticky stuff. Yeah. And a lot of guys have, I mean, across the league, you've you've seen a considerable amount of struggle of guys who just were just balls out dominant. Right. Across the league, and all of a sudden, there's not. The one exception, Jacob DeGrom, he's just, he didn't give up a run the entire month of June. Or, no, I take that back. He gave up one two-run shot. Or was it the month of May? Right. I think think it was at one point he hadn't given up uh, a single run the entire month of June. And then they played, oh, God, who'd they play? I don't remember who they played was last week, but he gives up a two-run shot to a rookie, and that was the first runs he'd given up the entire month. He has a sub-one ERA, and he's just a, a whole different breed. But he's like the only exception. <laughs> Max Max is the only other one because he's still dealing. But like, I mean, all the guys that you see that are just, I mean, going out there, you know, fourteen, fifteen Ks a night. Yeah, you're just, I mean, you're just not seeing that anymore. Well, and, and I said because I think, these, this stuff is—I mean, it's hittable now. Yeah, I think I said this when we first started though, but this is what the MLB wants because pitching doesn't sell tickets. Everybody wants to catch yeah. a ball, mm-hmm. and I think that's why the MLBs cracked down on this because they—they they want they want bombs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know. I did see something funny the other day that I just your your New York Boston rant made me think of. Mm. Um, it was a it was a Twitter or Instagram thing about Alex Rodriguez. Okay. Apparently, uh, he tried he got traded or wanted to be traded to the the Sox. That would be news to me. I don't remember that ever being a thing that, that this was apparently was, i read the whole article because I, I love alex rodriguez i think his his business mind is i mean he just bought the minnesota timberwolves like, yeah. like he's he's somebody that's super smart and i like to like you know read what he's doing and all that jazz but mm-hmm. any i mean Andy was gonna marry jennifer lopez so that's pretty cool too <laughs> um but yeah apparently he wanted to be traded to the red sox it was happening and it got blocked what year was that uh, was this was this instead of going to the Yankees? Because he, he was he, with no the, no he was, was already he was with New York. Yeah, if I read the article right, I I'll would I would want it. to read that article because I just I don't know that I believe that. I'll find it send it to you. But it was like in the because article, that was it, back in like because whenever he was with the Yankees, that was like in like the last probably I mean two decades was probably like some of the highest points of that rivalry rivalry between Sox Yanks right. where like a fight could break out at any point benches would clear like at yes. any like that was like cuz like now it's like oh like it's the Sox Yanks they've got the history but it's like it's like a fight's not just going to break out because they're chirping at each other like I, I don't know and, and A-Rod was always in the middle of all of those fights like he was always right there most of the time he was the cause of them yeah. So, like, I, I don't know. I would, like I said, I would really have to see that article. Uh, this is just the headline. This is not, I don't think this is the actual article I read. But the headline, you can see it here on my phone. I'm actually reading this. Okay. It says, Alex Rodriguez says he got bombed and threw up in the streets of New York after learning his dream traded to the, well, dream of trading, being traded to the Red Sox was denied and nixed by the MLBPA. Huh. Uh, just three years into his then record-setting 10-year, $252 million contract. Oh, okay. With the Rangers. Yeah, let's say, I say it definitely wasn't when he was with the Yankees. Alex is ready to get out. Uh, when he's put up huge numbers, MVP level, blah, blah, blah. Wanting to, uh, to join the contender, Rodriguez had his sights set on joining the Red Sox. Okay, so it was when. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Then. That makes a lot more sense. I read about half of it. 
Um, <laughs> but so when you were saying, I was like, there's no way. I read about, I read about half of them got excited. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he was he wanted to play for the Red Sox. Yeah. Though. That would be, that'd be a, I think, because I think we still had Nomar at that point. Yeah. So, 2003, he wanted to go. Which, how long was A-Rod in the league for? 20 years? 17 years? It was crazy, man. Like, he was there forever. Yeah. Didn't he? Didn't he get bought pop for uh, for juicing? Like two or three times, he kept getting yeah. popped. No, I mean, why it's not? like it's like he would get popped, and then he would he would get suspended, and then okay, okay, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we still had Nomar Garcia Parra. I think he that may have been his last year with the Sox. So, and we had uh, Bill Mueller at third base. So probably what they would have done is they would have brought A Rod in to play third base, I would imagine. So you'd have A Rod at third, Nomar at short. My God, that team would have won the World Series a hundred percent in 03. Because we were we fell one game short in in that year, anyways. Huh? There was a utility guy named Lou Collier on that team. Are you guys, uh, you guys related? Probably not, but that's really cool. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just seen that. I just seen that, and I knew. Uh, I know Alex Rodriguez is probably a hated man in your mind. Oh, I despise. I despise a Rod with everything that I am. But but now, the question is: Do you respect him though? Does this story? But does this story, when he was probably as hot as could be... I mean, I think had he come to the Red Sox, obviously the perspective for me changes because he's a Red Sox and not right. the most despised Yankee right. maybe ever. But my point is, early in his career, when he was hotter than fire, yeah. playing for the Rangers... Yeah, we were like five, but yeah. We were, we were five. <laughs> Makes sense. His move wasn't anywhere else. But to you, yeah, and Austin Red Sox. I, I, like I, said, I think the narrative so is different. Does that put a little bit of respect in your head? Of okay, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe Alex was just dealt a bad hand, and he was forced to go to New York, and he would have brought that same cocky mentality to the Red Sox that he brought to New York. That's because who he was. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day. He wanted to be a Red Sox. He wanted to. He wanted yeah. to win World Series with the Red Sox. He just because he could. It wasn't his choice. Yeah. It, his choice was to become a Boston Red Sox, but he was forced to become a New York Yankee. Does the narrative change in your stubborn Boston mind? Can you admit that there may be some goodness in Alex Rodriguez? No. <laughs> Not a, not a chance. Like, it's I a tried. cool story. It's a cool story, but I, I still hate it. It's still hate A Rod. I tried. <laughs> I tried. I, I really gave it a lot of effort. I mean, like I especially really... like I said, looking at the looking at the, the what the roster would have been in 03, because yeah. you would have had no Margarcia Parr at short. A Rod probably would have played third still. Yeah. And then we would have had Pokey Reese at shortstop in 04. Socks go back to back. Right. Bold statement, so but I think the Sox go back to back if A Rod goes to Boston instead of New York. I just tried to, I just tried to give a. I just thought I could convince you to love Alex Rodriguez now, but I guess no, I still okay. hate him. Still it's hate okay. him. It's okay. It's <laughs> okay. I gave it, I gave it everything I had. You gave it a, a the good old college try. The good old college try. You're right. Speaking of college like... try, so. Going to the College World Series. Did you like that segue? That, that was you set that one up for me. Got so back, mo- moving along onto the College World Series, I got two more topics to talk about. Let's uh, do it. Uh, controversy, big controversy. Yep. In the College World Series, um, semifinals, College World Series, uh, NC State, Vandy, Vandy looking to uh, to repeat as national champions uh, mm-hmm. in NCAA baseball. Um, 
Which is, is he, super surprising. And I'm going to say this in a very uh, respectful way to Vanderbilt. They're uh, hot dog water in every other sport. Yeah, but they are just hot in baseball. They're so, so good. So is is that how we do college athletics? Elaborate. Duke men's basketball. Hot. Beautiful. Runs the university. Kentucky basketball. Runs the university. Mm-hmm. Amazing. High State football. Michigan football. Right? Yes. So is that how a lot of universities want to be? Just hot in one sport and not care about anything else? Uh, Yeah, kind of. Because, I mean, and, and you, I you, say go Michi- out, you go out and win a national championship in any sport, your university is getting revenue. Except if you go to Shawnee State. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but I say Michigan. That might be wrong in in our lifetime because they haven't done anything in football. They're mainly a basketball school right now. Yeah, that's even that's even a stretch. But yeah, I mean they really are though. They they went to the sweet uh, sweet eight elite eight last year. Like okay, I'll give it to you. Um, and, and, and I mean when I went to the final, I had the opportunity to go to the final four in San Antonio. They were there. Mm-hmm. So like Michigan basketball is kind of. I want to say they're kind of taking over. They're kind of, yeah. they're kind of, the, they're kind of the same. It's like the but, premier sport in at, at the in university. The I mean, yeah. I think you could coach better football than Harbaugh could, but I mean, yeah, it ain't that hard. All right, Vandy, what's up with right. or NC State? So, um, from what I was able to read and gather, the way NCAA was doing it, doing their their COVID test is. Any, they were testing all the players, uh-huh. and anyone that was vaccinated had their test pretty much thrown out. They're like, you're good, whatever. Um, so, for whatever reason, they did all these tests. By the way, NC State was one win away from advancing the College World Series, like the finals. And knocking off Vandy. And knocking off reigning champion Vanderbilt University. And for whatever reason, NCAA comes back. At 2.10 in the morning, Eastern Time, 2.10 a.m., come back and say, hey, you have four vaccinated players that are uh, that have tested positive. I'm sorry. You guys have to forfeit this game, and Vanderbilt is going to move on. Because it was, it was a winner-go-home game. It was an elimination game. So NC State had their chance to advance – taken away from them because the NCAA wanted to change the rules overnight. Okay, so they were vaccinated, right? Yes. So what was the first rule? The first rule was that basically all the vaccinated players, their test results were just thrown out and that they only counted the ones for the kids that were unvaccinated. Oh, yes. so what 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 happened? Why did that change? Is it Nobody knows. That's why everyone's kind of all up in arms because, like I said, it, it this came this came down the ladder at two two ten in the morning. This is the, like the night, the, the, technically the morning of this game. And so are they, they trying? They just pulled the plug. Are they trying to say that? Uh, I'm trying to make an argument for the NCAA. Are they? You trying can't, to say you that? You can't because right. I know because like if if you watch if you pull up any clip of the the College World Series. Sellout crowd. There's not a place to stand. Yeah. And they're taking this team's chance to do something really special out of their hands. It, NC State was hot dog water at the beginning of the college baseball uh, season. And yeah. they turned it around. And, I mean, dude, they were – the way they were playing, they had already hit, uh, hit around Kamal Rocker. Jack Leiter just carved him up because that's what he does. And, I mean, I don't really know, outside of Kamar Rocker and, and Jack Leiter, I don't really know anybody in that rotation that's going to have that same kind of dominance. So, right. like, there was a good chance that they could have walked out of there and advanced to the final. I mean, the, uh, were they was the NCAA trying to say that they could have infected non-vaccinated players yes that's exactly what they were saying and that they could have it could have potentially basically they were saying it was a health concern 
because they had four guys who tested positive, even though they were vaccinated. Which, when yeah. you're vaccinated, you can still be a carrier of right. the uh, of the virus. But again, it was a sold out crowd every single night, day they played. Wow! So it's like I, I'm kind of like I want to be able to side with the NCAA a little bit, but there's just there's no siding. They pulled the plug, thin air. They right. changed the rules. It just I I don't like that. I don't like that at all. How, how can you do that? How does it mm-hmm. how does that happen? Well, it's just the NCAA. That's how the NCAA. That's operates. just how they work. They you they know, construct the narrative that they want. Yeah, and it's it's that way with everything. And uh, you know I I don't get it. But the NCAA has always been that one business, and everybody calls it. It says it's not a business. Uh, you're stupid. I don't care what you say. Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the biggest businesses, most profitable businesses out there right now, and they're all the NCA. The guy that's in charge, he's just out for himself. You can see it, and, and surprisingly, the name, the name, image, and likeness just got passed as of today. They, they, they got that hit this morning too. Yeah, this morning. You know, now now players can profit off of their. Name, image, and likeness, which that's a whole do, hour. <laughs> do we do do we see the return of the NCAA football game? We freaking better. God, I hope so. I well, that, again, that, that's a topic for a different day because we, yeah, we can that, have a whole episode on that. Right. It, it, you know, I'm very passionate. I, I, I'll tell you this. I wrote – I had to write a 30-page exit paper to get my college degree. Okay? 30 mm-hmm. pages. I wrote 36 on the – on name, image, and likeness. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, it's. I think it's just insane. But whatever. How can you say we're not gonna t- we're not gonna accept the vaccinated players and then accept it? That's what I'm that saying. Doesn't, it, it doesn't. It makes zero sense to do that. In that way. Right. How how is that? I don't know. That's wild. So that so as he says, done. Right, they're done. Yeah, they sent them home. Jeez. Yep. I I that's so it, it, sad. It almost I hate it because it doesn't matter who wins in the College World Series final. Yeah. They're gonna have an asterisk next to the name because it. I mean, NC State could have beat Vandy. They could have gone on to win. We we'll never know because it, that that Bro. game was taken away from us, and it was taken it was taken away for those kids. And I've like I. I feel bad for everyone on that team, and I mean, especially the seniors on that team. Like, there's opportunity, like I said, just to do something you know incredibly special, and it just was—it's gone. They—they they don't—they don't get that back. So how? I don't know. So when is this going to go away? Then is this like—is are we going to be COVID testing for the next twenty years? Are we going to? You know what I mean? Like, I mean it. I mean, we're not testing for you know, like the bird flu, right? Know? Like, or, I mean, it'll eventually go away, but it's like. It, granted, it is. At one t- point. The se- we're going into the second year of it, I yeah. guess, but that we know of. It's hard yeah. to tell how long it's really been here. Mm-hmm. But We've done one full year starting year two. Yeah. So does it turn into just here in the next two years, or they just gonna be like, all right, we're done testing? I, I, don't I, don't, know. I don't. I don't know. know. It's. I mean, we're starting to see all these protocols starting starting to go away. Like, man. Then you see. Then in this sense, the uh, did the NCAA basketball do it right by with, bubbling? By bubble. Bubbling. I think certain sports you can bubble. You can. I don't think you can effectively bubble baseball because you can't just build like where they do, like where you can build like multiple courts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of in like an arena, you can't really do that with a baseball field. You can't just like, without basically having them show up and play high school fields where they're gonna be hitting bombs that are pop flies. You know, like you really, you really can't bubble Major League Baseball without having like everyone play at just one field. Yeah, I don't know the solution. I, I don't know. That's that's wild. It's just one of those things. That's, I mean, there's. It's just, it's awful. It is. And how do you change a rule like that? And especially at 2 o'clock in the morning. Like, who did Vandy pay 
That's where my mind goes. Right. Who, who got who got a paycheck at one fifteen, and they were like, "Okay, let me write this document up real quick, and we'll drop it." Like that's <laughs> that's insanity. You know, it's not. I don't think it's fair. Like, but but so the thing is, were the other players showing symptoms or anything? That I don't know. Okay. I just, all all I've all that's kind of been released was that they tested them. They originally said that the vaccinated players weren't going to count for it, and yeah. then all of a sudden they came down and was like, "Hey, these four guys, you know, they're vaccinated. They tested positive because uh, they were going to play them with 13 originally. So they Vandy was going to roll up with 13 guys and they were going to play yeah. the game." And then it was when it came down at 2.10 a.m. that they canceled the game and they uh, NC State had forfeited. I don't know if you can call that a forfeit. That's like That's the official, f- like, yeah. NC State will have to forfeit this game coming from the NCAA. Wow. Yeah. What a time to be alive when we have... <laughs> Yeah, where where's the where's the College World Series held at? Uh, Omaha. Omaha, Nebraska, right? Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt, correct me if I'm wrong, is in Nashville. Yes. Go to downtown Nashville. Right. Mm-hmm. Go go to Broadway. Tell me if everybody's worried about COVID on Broadway. <laughs> Nobody cares about anything in Tennessee, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't tell me that the Andy kids aren't partying like crazy. Right. So, I don't know. It's weird. You, ha- I hate it for I hate it for the guys in Raleigh. It's, that's just sad. It's it's. I mean, it's hard because like, I can't imagine something like that happening. Like when I you know when I was playing, like being like that oh, close yeah. to something and like, I mean, it'd be like in high school, like if the KHSAA came down, it's like. Oh, you're that close? Well, sorry, we actually want this team to go ahead instead. Like, you know, we these rules we put in place? Well, those rules aren't yeah, valid yeah. anymore. We have new rules, and it, uh, it's not your those, those rules. Are, yeah. Those rules are BS now. Yeah. Wow. It's just weird, man. You know, just hopefully, hopefully we'll give the NCAA the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they did the right thing. Hopefully I mean, you always hope, but it's like, Right. Hopefully, it's the unpopular opinion. Hopefully, it's the right call. Hopefully, we're ninety percent of the time they're always wrong. But but you can't. You know, we're not doctors. We don't know anything about COVID other than what we're told, which is, you know, take that what you want. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they had a little bit more information, and that's why they did it. Yeah. But at the end of the day. That's BS. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me, man. Like, like you know, I, no, I was, I was heavily pulling for Vandy, just because I, like, I'm a big Jack Leiter fan. Kamar Rocker's a lot of fun to watch pitch as well. Um, but, like, man, it, I just, I would have loved to have seen that, that elimination game. Oh yeah, I would have too. You know, I'd have watched it, but mm-hmm. I'm watching anything elimination game. We talked, we talked about that. Did we talked about that last week. I'm watching Elimination Cornhole <laughs> all day. Yeah. But, you I know, mean, last thing, uh, real quick, last thing I got before we before we wrap it up. Yeah. Um, got another no-hitter. No, another no-no? Another no. We've had, in this last week, we've had one combined no-hitter. Uh-huh. One no-hitter that went into the eighth and then got broken up, and another no-hitter that went into the ninth. And it was the uh, um, the first batter broke it up in the ninth. So yeah. the Chicago Cubs, June twenty fourth, beat the LA Dodgers four uh, nothing. Zach Davis, I think that's how you pronounce that. Six innings. Uh, Ryan Tapera, one inning. Andrew Chaffin, one inning. Chaffin, Chaffin. I don't know. I think Craig Kimbrell closed it with in the in the ninth. One inning combined no hitter. Uh, the Red Sox were the team that took it in the eighth. Um, got it broken up in the uh, in the eighth inning. I was screaming at my phone the whole time because the guy that came in was not the guy that I would have sent out. Uh, and then the 
the one that got broken on the ninth was a guy from the Colorado Rockies, which is about the only thing the Colorado Rockies have had to cheer about this entire baseball season. So <laughs> that was kind of a heartbreak for them. Right. But like, I know I've talked about, it, but like, no hitters kind of like have had this thing where it's like they used to like used to stop whatever you were doing. The I didn't see the Cubs one because it was also happening at the same time the Red Sox one was happening. Mm-hmm. So there was a potential we would have had two no hitters in one night had the Red Sox completed theirs first. And this is oh okay wow. real quick real quick the Red Sox had a no hitter going into the eighth. They lose yeah. that game I think in the tenth inning. Wow. They lost one nothing. It was either it was either ninth or tenth inning. They lost yeah. on a wild pitch. So everything you just said is happening during this last week. Yeah, so it's during the umpire checks, the sticky, yes. sticky saga, like all that stuff. Yes. Okay. Wow. And then the like I said, the Rockies. He went into the ninth inning. The I forget who they were playing. They bring in a pinch hitter, and he lives. He, uh, I think it was a two seam fastball, a little high, and he ropes it into right field. Wow. Because it was it was the only lefty that they had on the bench. So they had a right-handed pitcher and a lefty batter, so that ball's coming in on a lefty. And he just he ropes one into right field and it was like the I think it was like the second or third pitch of the at bat. But dude, I I'm I'm serious. I was I was in the shower like with my phone like watching the ninth inning happen. Because like I wanted to like I wanted to watch it. I was a little yeah. excited. It's awesome. I mean, yeah, that's, a, that's some of the best part of sports. Oh, okay. Is cra- I forgot to hang on. It's the crazy stuff like that, the no-nos, and, you know, having Clay Thompson have 30 points in a quarter. That's some of the, f- the best part of sports, to be honest with you. So this season – okay, here, I'll start with – so 2019 we had one, two, three, four no-hitters by – uh, in the whole season? In the whole season. That's that start to finish. Okay. We had Mike Fires uh, combined with uh, – so that was for the, the, uh, the A's. Then yeah. That was May 7th. Then July 12th, we had a combined no-hitter for the Angels. was Taylor Cole and Felix Pena. They won 13 to nothing against the Seattle Mariners. There's a trend that the Seattle Mariners have gotten no-hit a lot. Because then the next no hitter was by the Houston Astros, also against the Seattle Mariners, nine to nothing. Combined no hitter: Aaron Sanchez, Will Harris, Joe uh, Bigiani, and uh, Chris Javinsky. Um, August third, and then the fourth one was also by the Houston Astros, which was Justin Verlander when they beat the Toronto Blue Jays two to nothing in September. Well. Then in 2020, you had uh, Lucas G- uh, Giolito, Chicago White Sox. He did it on August 25th, my birthday. Uh, Four, four nothing know. against the Pirates. Uh, you had Alex Mills for the Cubs on September thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Granted, this was a shortened season, so you had two in twenty twenty. So you've combined for six no hitters in the past two years. In twenty twenty one, we've had one, two, three, four, five, six. Now the seventh no hitter. We've had more no hitters this season than the past two seasons. Going back to 2018, so, we had three in 2018, so we would have had nine no-hitters in the last three years. We've had seven this season. We're not even to the All-Star break yet. So this year, it was April 9th was uh, Joe Musgrove for the San Diego Padres against the Texas Rangers, 3-0. April 14th, Carlos Rondon uh, for the Chicago White Sox against the Cleveland Indians. They beat them 8 to nothing. May 5th was John Means of the Baltimore Orioles. They beat, guess who? Mariners. The Seattle Mariners, 6 to nothing. Then yes. you had Wade Miley's uh, no-hitter. Uh, in May 7th, the Reds beat the Indians, 3 nothing. Then you had yeah. uh, Spencer Turnbull, May 18th, for the Detroit Tigers. They beat... Uh, the Mariners. The Seattle Mariners, 5 to nothing. Then you had Corey Kluber's May 19th no-hitter. Uh, 2 nothing uh, Yankees against the uh, Rangers. And then you had the combined no-hitter of the Chicago Cubs. They beat the Dodgers four nothing this year. So there's proof to me that kind of reiterates what I'm saying with this whole sticky stuff. 
Well, I think it's less of a... Like, sticky stuff is... It's making an effect to where these guys aren't just having just absolutely unhittable stuff. Like I said, you're not seeing these guys go out, you know, these just video game stat lines where, you know, it's, you know, 7 inning pitched, 14 Ks, 2 hits. Like, you're not seeing that every night like you were. But I think yeah. what it's coming... Like, some of these no-hitters, what it's coming down to is that hitters aren't adapting to the way, you know, they used to, where, you know, it was pitch by pitch. You know, these guys are going up there, you know, oh, chicks dig the long ball, you know, I got to get paid. They're going out there. That's why strikeout rate or uh, strikeout numbers are also up. These guys okay. have this mentality, it's it's home run or bust. So that's why you see some of these guys out just taking daddy hacks. They don't care where yeah. the ball is. They're just, I'm going to swing as hard as I possibly can. And if I hit it, it's going to go into orbit. But if I don't, I'm going to miss it horribly. And I think that's why a lot of that, that's why you've seen a lot more now hitters, is that guys just aren't making, I don't think guys are making the same adjustments as they used, they used to. Because everybody's trying to get paid. Yeah. And doubles don't sense. pay the same as home runs. True. Yeah. But. Well, that's, that's a good point. I don't know. It's a weird, weird concept. I just, I just but, don't, but you're I just right. It just, it's weird get... to see that we're we're not even to the All Star break, and we are two no hitters shy of tying the amount of no hitters in the past three seasons. Yeah. It's just it's absurd. So when's the All Star break? Coming up, right? I should. It's coming up. I should know that. Right. So it. What's the chances of that happening? Do we get to that before the All-Star break? I think we'll definitely get it before the end of the year. We'll get it before the end of the year, but I don't think we'll get to the All-Star uh, before the All-Star break. Uh, when is the All-Star game? We'll probably get that before the end of the year. I, I, I don't think probably. I think we definitely will. I think something's going to happen. You Three games. So we've already had seven. Or eight, whatever it is. Maybe seven. July thirteenth. July thirteenth is the All Star Game in Colorado. Oh, yeah. so, oh, one ball's gonna be flying. The home run derby's gonna be nuts. But yeah, I think uh, we won't get it before the All Star break. It's July thirteenth. Yeah, no. But we'll, we'll definitely. It'll. Pro- I think it'll happen before the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they're too shy of tying the past three years total, and we're not even. It's July first. It is July 1st, and we are almost to that total. I can't believe it's already July 1. It's wild, man. All right, July 1, man. We here. Happy birthday, America. It's July 4th weekend. It is July 4th weekend. Stay safe, children. Adults, don't blow your hand off. Please, God, don't do that. Like that that one NFL guy did. Jason Pierre-Paul. Yeah, him. Don't blow your hand off. Don't drink all the alcohol. If you want burgers, come to my house. I'm grilling them on Saturday. We'll have a party. Sounds good. Go to the in-laws on on Saturday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, my my brother-in-law is having a fireworks spectacle. Spectacular? You almost said said testicle, didn't you? I was close. It was very close. But, yeah, apparently my brother-in-law is having, like, a fireworks spectacle. I keep wanting to say, like, spectacular. But it's like spectacle is the word I'm going for. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm like I'm barely awake, anyways. But yeah, so apparently he's got a bunch of fireworks he's setting off. So we're gonna go to the in-laws. There we go. Celebrate, celebrate America's birthday, baby. America's birthday. Mm-hmm. It's happening. We back Fourth of July. COVID's over. Let's have a party. <laughs> Jesus. All right, bro. Anything else you wanna you know, clear the bench real quick? Anything else you got? Nah, man, I'm I'm gonna go take a nap. You gotta go to work. I'm going to work. I gotta work in. Hey, I've worked the past five minutes, days. So, I worked the past five days. I'm gonna go. So you you go get you some rest. Resting today. <laughs> These midnights are killing me. Oh, I guarantee it. But oh well. All right. Well, this has been episode three of Coach the Media podcast. Three. Three down, 4,000 to go. 4,000. Were we capping it at 4,000? If we make it to 4,000. <laughs> I don't even want to think about – hang on. I want to 
I want to think I'm brought this. This will be my clearing the bench now that you brought this up. So if okay. we podcast, there's 52 weeks in a year, right? Yeah. 4, I think. Yeah, Except the leap year, then you get 45. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I gotta. My math's not right. 4,000. Uh, Are you trying to figure out how many of that? How long yeah. that would take us? Because 4,000 divided by 52 is 72. Uh huh. That be. I don't know that 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 math's not. Well, right. we, I mean, we would have to record multiple times a week. Yeah. No. That's. Uh, yeah. My math. I. I know I'm doing it wrong. But it was coming out to 72. Uh, whatever the 72 is, I don't think that's years. Wait, no, it needs to be... 72 podcasts a year. No, it'd be 52 podcasts a year. Hang on. 72. So it'd be 52 podcasts a year. This is embarrassing. <laughs> but look, Dad, if Dad listens to this, Dad, I'm so sorry. I know you're probably screaming. That My dad's a math teacher, so anytime I do math like wrong, he always makes yeah. fun of me. He makes fun of me for other things, but like math is like the biggest thing. So fifty-two podcasts a year. Then multiply that. No. Screw it. I'll text Dad. We'll figure it we'll out. Figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll announce it on the next podcast. Let's have a party. I love you. Happy birthday, America! All right. It's been episode three. We go, gangster. <laughs>